Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's What's your weird story? story? Hello, Weirdsville. Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. I hope you're wearing shorts and a tank top and you've got your air conditioner on and your feet up and you're enjoying another round of What's Your Weird Story. I am your host, Mr. Barry Johnston, with me, as always, co-host, Mr. Adam Beebe. How are you, sir? I am doing well. Thank you very much. That's uh, uh, that's Professor Adam Beebe. Thank you. Yes, and, congratulations. Uh, I will, Congra- I will congratulations. be able to soon be able to officially call myself that. Uh, insist that I'm called professor. No, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. You deserve but, it, man. Uh, nah, absolutely, nah. dude. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. I love it. So, yeah. So I'm uh, inching ever closer to being a actual professor of teaching a, uh, a course at uh, uh, yeah, University of Cincinnati here in Cincinnati, Ohio. And uh, the course will be uh, – over uh, graphic novels and sequential art, so about comic books. And uh, I know some people might think well, that's like you know one of, one of those uh, stupid college classes that could be you know whatever. Sometimes you can get the wacky kind of academic comic uh, academic courses in colleges. This is part of that art school, so you know it's all about the uh, history and uh, the tradition of. Uh, uh, the American comic book and sequential art before uh, comics and about how to create comics and old school style uh, with, you know, pencils and pens and on paper and stuff like that. So I'm very, very, very excited about it. Like I said before, you're the perfect guy for it. I mean, it's just built for you. And, yeah. you know, I can't wait for you to uh, be able to, to get with some students and, and show them how just interesting of a world that is and um you're you know it's funny how you you know you kind of we've talked about it before on the podcast manifesting if if whatever people want to think about that they can but mm-hmm. it is funny how things work out in life and it's this is the perfect thing for you i just i'm so excited yeah. for you dude so excited thanks man um it's uh it's 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 exciting things to look forward to but uh how are you doing dude i know that oklahoma is experiencing a really we try not to talk about weather too often it tends to happen uh but uh this is uh unavoidable. you know particularly unavoidable because yeah. i mean it's been hot oh. everywhere records are being set for heat everywhere i think some i it's like the uk has had the hottest summer like ever recorded or something like yeah, that yeah that's right uh, you were telling me yesterday what it was like what what was it there yesterday yeah it was 113 yesterday and it i mean it's In fahrenheit been, but dude it's yeah, been it's been above 100 for probably every like since the spring if you want to even call it a spring it just went from 
We had a real cool spring, like which is unusual mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And then we then as soon as it freaking got into like mid May, late May, it just hot and it has yeah. been just a scorcher, man. Yeah, it's uh, that was so for our uh, European uh, uh, and listeners that Barry had uh, forty five degree, forty five degrees Celsius. It was forty hot. yesterday, so it's hot. Yes, that is officially um, uh, hot as as balls. Yeah. I believe <laughs> official uh, meteorological correct. term. You are one hundred percent correct. So uh, I mean, these yeah, are, so, these are like Arizona temperatures. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, where it's like yeah, that much in the shade. So, fortunately, um, it's um, not been as bad. It's definitely been hot, but it's not been in the hundreds yet. So, hopefully, uh, knock on wood, which is I knocked on my head, um, that it won't get that hot. Um, but uh, if you are out there experiencing the heat, uh, remember to bring your pets inside. Um, yes. Because if it's hot outside for you, it's hot outside for them. Um, if you see a uh, a, a drenched, sweat drenched uh, chupacabra or Bigfoot, bring them on in. Um, you know, we offer a glass keep, offer them a glass of, wa- of water. That's please. right, yep. or a bowl or a bowl of yep. water. Um, you might don't the chupacabra. You might put that in the garage. Uh, just <laughs> yeah, just to be safe, especially. If you have smaller pets, that's definitely what you'd want to do. Um, but, uh, you know, and who knows, you know, Mothman even may be uh, true flying around. True. You know, so if you see those, invite them in out of the heat. Did you say Mothman? Why, yes, Barry, I did say Mothman. That's so, so coincidental. Isn't it just? It, it is very coincidental. In fact, today we have a great guest on who might just have a bit of a Mothman story. That's true. Today's guest is Jackie, and uh, Jackie is from sort of close-ish to uh, where I am. She's in, from northern Ohio in uh, Youngstown, although she is calling in from um Sunny California and uh, and the uh, uh, Los Angeles. Um, that's Los that's Angeles the, to you, uh, English speaking people. Angeles. Um, <laughs> the, uh, um, <laughs> sorry, the heat has melted my brain a little bit today. Um, yeah, see, I can't even. I forgot what I was saying. Brain melted. Barry, tell us about Jackie. Yeah, Jackie, thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us from sunny Los Angeles, California. What is your weird story? Okay, so I have a couple of them. So I'm going to go into the shorter one first because there's not much to it. And then there's the longer one that is going to really like creep you out and question everything so okay okay so the first one that is just a little shorter of an experience i had with my sister i'm going to give a shout out to chrissy even though she doesn't want me to hello (laughs) chrissy um we were um probably anywhere between the ages of eight and ten years old uh her and i are only 11 months apart Mm -hmm. and you know i grew up in the 80s i was born a little bit before the 80s hit and so um 
you know, back then you had like your console TV in the living room and then you had one TV in your parents' bedroom and it was this little black and white thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we went upstairs to watch Dallas. If you remember Dallas, I don't oh. know if you're old enough to remember. Oh, Dallas. yeah, yeah, yeah. We are, we are, we're about the same age. So yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So we were watching Dallas. We were we were sitting in my parents' bed. We had our little, you know, our little PJs on, and you know, just kind of chilling. And all of a sudden, the TV goes static. Mm-hmm. So it's this little TV, and it just goes static, and there's no volume. So for some reason. Both of us felt the need to stand up and look out the window. Like, I don't know what made us do that. There was no sound. There was no boom. We just both immediately went straight to the window and stood there. And right across the street at an angle was this older red brick house that had like a front. It used to have a front store. So it was kind of an odd shaped house. And there was a UFO. It had the flashing lights just going around. Whoa. But both of us were mobilized. We could not move. We could not move. We could not speak. And, you know, we, we talk about it to this day. You can question us at separate times, and we have the same story. It's like I still think we were, like, kidnapped by aliens because, you know what I mean, I, we were frozen. We couldn't mm-hmm. talk at all. Um, and so when we were finally able to gain a sort of consciousness and, you know, yell and scream, we both went running downstairs, grabbed our parents, went outside, and it was gone. There was like no sign of it. And so that was back in the day of um, they had the weather balloons as well. So my dad did call. I don't know if it was the airport or wherever to see if there was a weather balloon out and there was nothing out. Wow. Um, And that kind of spiraled into some freaky things that happened, Mm -hmm. you know, started happening, you know, years later in my life as far as um, some strangest experiences seeing a red-eyed beady thing in my bedroom come mm. like zooming past me um but that young experience kind of like just projected me into other weird experiences wow. and that's the shorter of the story and i'm so fascinated with um you know, after, well, even before that, I was always fascinated with aliens and you mm-hmm. would, you know, go to the little bookshop in schools and you would get yeah. the books and the aliens yeah. look like, um, like someone now who has too much Botox. Like when I yeah. see someone who has too much Botox, I'm like, Kim Kardashian, you look like the alien yeah. I used to read about. In stop, it. stop it, please just stop. No, I'm Oh, and you're, you're out in LA. So that's, that's a, a daily occurrence. Everybody, yeah. I see people and I'm like, should I like, you know what I mean? Are you, yeah. Should I watch out for you or what's going to happen? I'm trying to fix this year. I'm stuck. So that was the, that was the one weird experience. Um, how, now, how, how big was it? Do you remember? Have, yeah. Yeah. Did it I have do, a discernible shape? It was, it was like around. Okay. Um, and the colors were just going just mm. around it. Yeah. Um, and um, it was it was just bright colors. And I just wow. remember we were both just so frozen and we couldn't move. And I was just like, you know, then as you get older, you find out there's been lots of sightings in oh. my area uh-huh. of, you know, because there is a nuclear base. What is it like 45 minutes away from there, I believe. Okay. And, you know, some military bases around. So, you know, it was well further away. But, um, yeah, there have been some some strange sightings around there. And um, it was eerie. And, and no one can convince me that we weren't kidnapped. But my sister says we're not. We weren't. We were just frozen for a minute. So have you have you thought about uh, getting, you know, hypnotic regression to see if that happens, if you can bring up anything. 
Lately, I have. A friend, Shelly, and I, I was telling her about going on the show, and we were comparing some stories, and she has some wild stories. And I said, I want to get one. I want to, you know, we were watching this documentary called Seeding or something like that on mm -hmm. um, Amazon, and it had to do with people doing doing hypnotic mm. and finding out about things that happened, what truly happened with mm -hmm. their experience with the, um, you know, aliens and the unidentified flying objects. So when I do that, and let you know what the outcome is. Oh, and then, please do. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, because I am, that is something I'm going to do for sure. So, yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Wow. Yes, Would you, yes. When you, you were so young that you may not have been really conscious of, like, time passing, but do you know, was there any kind of, I mean, or are you missing any time? Do you know if it was like, or if it's all just kind of like, happened fairly quickly between you being the TV going out and then no sound. And then you run to the window and then you see that. And then you kind of get your wits back. Was there, you, yes. are you aware of any kind of time passing or is it just like a to B to C like that just happened like in order like that? Right. It felt like we were frozen for a mm -hmm. long time. Okay. But as far as the time lapse, I don't know how long. It could have just been a few minutes. Mm -hmm. um, it definitely wasn't hours because we would have had to have gone to bed. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So yeah. I can I can confirm that. But I don't know the time. And we talk about that because we were just frozen. We were mm -hmm. just, you know, standing there and looking at this thing. And, and our ability to speak or move was gone. Neither mm -hmm. one of us could. Um, and I don't know, I don't want to say it was fear that overcame us. I don't believe that because our TV wants, the TV wants static, the volume went down. And for some reason we were pushed to that, drawn yeah. to that window, Yeah, wow. and, yeah. And, yeah. you know, and no reason to even go look at the window. I mean, normally you would just call your parents and be like, Hey, the TV's not working. What's going on? We yeah. went straight to the window and we just, we just stood there and we were both just kind of frozen in time. But I can't say the exact amount of time. Um, it could have just been a few minutes. Um, mm -hmm. It could have been half an hour. I don't know. Uh, that's why I would like to do something to see, right. you know what I mean, yeah. if anything did happen. Um, you know what I mean? If they, if we had any encounters with them that I could possibly be, you know, remember in a past, mm -hmm. in a, like a regression like that. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Part of it would probably yeah. be that you're, 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 for lack of a better term, hypnotized by the object itself. You know, mm -hmm. I, spe yes. speaking from Adam, Adam, Adam and I have both had experiences of, of seeing uh, something. And uh, really, I've got to say that when I look back, because I was about the same age as you, I think I might have been 10. Yeah. Or 12 or something like that. But I can remember just being mesmerized by the thing and just like, what? is that and and it's hard to tell how much time had elapsed you know even when you're in that moment you you can sense that uh you're being you know hypnotized by something or mesmerized by something yeah. and you kind of do you you lose a little bit of 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 you know your sense of time or whatever so yeah, yeah very interesting and your story um that particular story rings true for a lot of people a lot of sightings yeah. very similar yeah it's it's the weirdest it's a cool experience i wouldn't mind it again now as a grown adult yeah to be able to have that type of experience mm -hmm. i wouldn't even mind interacting with them i mean to honestly i i'm curious i'm just yeah. that curious that i want to know i want to know more but um yeah i just um 
it, it was a cool experience. So and it's that, something that I'll... No, go ahead, Trey. No, go ahead. Oh, it's something we'll have forever. You know yeah. what sure, I mean? Oh, absolutely. We'll, sure. Yeah. yeah. Is, that so, the only, uh, is that the only encounter you've had? With aliens. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about the paranormal. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spirits. Um, and um, this started... I had a few things, you know, happen. I, I had the creature with the red eyes, and that could have been an, either an alien, a mothman. That could have been anything. Um, when I was 17 in my bedroom, like fly past me and I was sober because my sister's like, you were probably drinking with your friend, Michelle. No, I was sober. I was sober when this <laughs> happened. It happened plain. It was plain as day. This thing flew past me. It had red beady eyes. And years later, that's when I found out about the Mothman. My brother's right. like, I believe you. It was the Mothman. I'm like, I don't know if it was the Mothman, but then I got into the Mothman. But so, so you were... Uh, Paint the picture from the beginning oh, yeah. of this one. Yeah. Cause okay. I, oh, yeah. So I had worked at McDonald's. Um, mm -hmm. I was a, a manager for a crew manager for McDonald's, worked a late shift, came home, went into bed. Um, I had saved up enough money to buy myself a TV. I had a TV in my room with the, with the DVD player. Yeah. Oh yeah. One yeah, of those. yeah, yeah. That was, it was cool. awesome. good for That's you. Fancy. That was yep. fancy back then for it, sure. It, it was so fancy and so um but it was it was up there on my dresser and i think i turned it on for a minute and i turned it off and the room was pitch dark i fell asleep i don't know how long i was asleep and then i wake up something wakes me up and i look on the stand where my tv is my new tv and all i see is red beady eyes staring at me wow and this thing is staring at me and the fear that i overcame i was like i'm not getting out of this one alive i don't know what this is but this is not good this is not a good entity whatever it is and just as soon as i went to lift up my covers this thing flew right past me and i put the covers over my head and i don't know i might have waited five or ten minutes and when i took it off it was fine wow so then my family thought I was nuts. They thought I was drinking with friends, but I was sober. I swear I can take a lie detector test. I was completely sober. <laughs> and um, years later, um, I was, um, after my son was born, who's now 24, um, after my son was born, my brother called me up and said, I believe you now. And I'm like, what are you talking about? What do you believe me now? What I don't. And he's like the beady red eyed guy. He remembered that story. And he's younger than me. He's like two years younger than me. He remembered that story. He goes, you need to watch the Mothman prophecies. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I was like, which oh, is, which is okay. great. I just revisited that movie uh, this year. Uh, it's maybe six or seven months ago. Great movie. It's creepy and it's great. And it is exactly what I saw. I mean, that whole creature, because then I Googled pictures of people's drawings and I was like, oh my God, that's what I saw. But we're not going to like even go there because I don't even want to welcome that um, <laughs> because it's just too creepy to even like comprehend that that was possibly in my house. And it's just, you know, not a good, not a good spirit, not yeah, a good entity. Sure. Or it's, Typically, it's, typically the sightings of the Mothman mean something bad is going to happen. Something, Some kind exactly. of omen. But yes, it, it's, and yeah. it, it's what because where you were um, is there have been a lot of recent sightings of a Mothman type creature in Chicago um, near the airports. And this has been probably the past like three or four years, if not a little bit longer. There have been a lot of them and they people describe it as what they've described the Mothman as. So. 
that would be where you were, where you lived, would be along the route between yep. Chicago and um, the uh, – I, I just blanked on the, the place in West Virginia. What was the Morgan, name? It wasn't Morgantown. No. God, I was so upset with myself for, for blanking on that. Here, I'll find it. Um, um, everybody at home is just shaking their heads and also yelling, <laughs> yelling at their, the top of their lungs. Because um, we even said it earlier, which is so sad. Um, I'm looking here. Point Pleasant. Yes, thank you. That's it. Yes, yes. <sighs> That's mm-hmm. an embarrassment. As, as someone who's interested in the... It happens. Bizarre hey. and the occult and the unusual yeah. and the weird and everything. It's, it's. I mean, there's only... I mean, what else is associated with Point Pleasant? You know, well, actually, there's a lot afterwards because there was a lot of UFO stuff that yeah. uh, came out after that. But besides that point, what else yeah. is the Mothman associated with Point Pleasant and that bridge? Oh, anyway. That bridge. Yes, that bridge is, is it's awful and it's it's terrifying. And when I watched it, it was it was terrifying. But that's not even the craziest of my stories. I have a crazy story that we lived through for six years, seven years. Wow. Um, and um, and so I'm just going to jump right into that one. Do it. And uh, my son is a witness to that. So I'm going to give a shout out to Brendan. Uh, Brendan Maddock, or he goes by Animut, is his stage name. Um, cool. So um, when I got married, so I was in my 20s when I got married, and mm-hmm. um we had my, you know, we had our son, Brendan, uh, we bought our first house. So, uh, we lived in a, in a duplex for a while and we bought this house really wasn't happy with the house, but you know, my ex is like, it's close to his family. It was in Niles, Ohio. And this is where he wanted to go. And it, it's, it was a cute house, older built in the 19, early 1920s. Um, so, you know, it had some really cool features, yeah. mm-hmm. um, you know, in the, inside the house. So we buy the house. Now, my son is about two. Um, so one thing with my son, when he was younger, I never talked baby talk. Like, we always talked like adults, and he started talking at a young age. So he could communicate pretty well. I mean, maybe not in as full sentences as I'm going to express what he said, mm-hmm. but, you know, close enough. Yeah. So we move into the apartment, or we move into the house um, on, on Bentley Avenue, North Bentley Avenue, now is Ohio. And... Almost immediately, my son starts talking to me about a guy he's sitting in the house. Mm. And he's describing this guy. And he's, this guy's mm. got, like, dark hair, and he keeps coming into his room, you know. And, um, you know, and, and I found it kind of odd, but I was like, oh, he's just a two-year-old little kid. He's making up stories. Yeah. You know, but then we started experiencing some things. And um, the best way I can describe it is... So when we first bought the house, we had to rip off all the carpeting because it had what I like to call old man smell. You know, yeah. when a person gets older, they keep their house shut. It's got that stagnant. Odor. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So every once in a while, um, that smell would just like you'd be sitting there and it would just go walking by you. It would just, um, mm-hmm. you know, and then the dryer would turn on. But there was nothing in the dryer. So these little things wow. started happening. And my son's talking more and more and more about um, about this guy. And then one day, uh, so before I even started to look into it, one day 
my son comes downstairs. Um, now, our front door was the old-fashioned door with the glass, the oval yeah. mm-hmm. in the yeah. center. So my son comes downstairs and says to me, don't open the front door. So and he's a little older than two because he can speak you know, a little bit better. Don't open the front door. He said someone is coming to the house to try and sell you. He called it a sweeper, a vacuum, to sell you a sweeper. He's going to stab you. What? I will Whoa. swear on every holy Bible, and I will take a lie detector test. Some guy showed up at my door with a freaking vacuum cleaner. He can attest to this. Whoa. He showed up at my door. He's knocking on my door. Now, my husband's working. He was, I think he was working in Pittsburgh or Cleveland at this time. So one of the two, he was working. So this guy knocks on my door. And he can see us because the, there's a picture window, you know, in the door. So he can see me. We didn't have a curtain over it. And I was like, um, I was like, you're going to have to come back. My, my husband's busy right now. The guy left the vacuum on my front porch for about five hours. He walked off the porch, but left the vacuum there. Sometime before my husband came home, that guy came and got that vacuum. I don't know where he went. I don't know who he was. So then it prompted me more to like, okay, what is going on with my son? So I started talking to one of the neighbors who lived next door to us. And they live, I call them the, we call them the blue people because their house was blue. The roof was blue. Their mulch was blue. They had plastic blue flowers, but they were the greatest people on the face (laughs) of lovely people, but they were the blue people. So I'm talking to, um, I'm talking to one of them about my son and seeing this man. And they said, hold on one second. They went into the house. They came back out. They had some pictures. They said, this is who your son's seeing. This, his name is Mr. Sipple, and he lived in your house, and he died in this room. And they pointed up to the window of where his bedroom was, Whoa. and he lay dead for several days. He must have had a heart attack, and no one knowed. Oh, no my. one knew. I said, that's my son's room. Wow. So my son had been seeing him wow. all of this time. And so, and he literally helped us. He helped my son. You know Ama- what I mean? That's amazing. That is. I'm. Ge- I've had the chills for like yeah. several several minutes now. Wow. But wow. It, it gets better and it gets worse, but it gets better. Okay, hold so, on. Before we get uh, before we get it, we need to pace ourselves a little bit. I need to breathe for a second here. <laughs> okay, so did your son ever uh, identify him, did, or did he give him a name? Uh, before you knew that you saw the photographs? I honestly cannot say yes or no okay. to that. I okay. do not recall. I, I, he would just describe the man. He would see the man. I mean, he would see the man all the time, whether it was in a mirror or was it, it was walking by him, um, you know, but he always saw the man. And to the point where he was afraid, but he wasn't afraid. Like I had to put, and so this is going to, you'll understand why I'm telling you this. In his closet door, Mm-hmm. I had a little bench. It used to be the bench that he used in the bathroom, um, like to step on, like to brush mm-hmm. his teeth. Like, you know, so put that bench right in front of the door so that no bad spirits can get there. So yeah. nothing can get there to harm him. But William, but Mr. Sipple did not harm him. Mr. Sipple mm-hmm. was all good. He was a um, comedic type of spirit because, mm-hmm. you know, things like like breezing by you really quick or turning on the dryer or there was a rocking chair. My brother-in-law, my sister's husband experienced this when he was doing something in our kitchen. We had this rocking chair of Mr. Sipple's and no one was in the house and it started moving on its own. So he did things like that. Um, And so that was, you know what I mean? Um, I was frightened at first 
But um, the more I thought about it, like it was like, okay, this is a good guy. And I'd be like, all right, Mr. Sipple, you know, whenever you're ready, you know, cross over, it's time for you to go home. And you know what I mean? So, but he stuck around. Wow. He was looking out for you. He was looking out for you because, you know, because of that, I'm sure there's more, but that incident where, do you, do you know if around that time, there was yeah. anybody that was, if there's anybody, you know, like a serial killer or anything in that area around that time, do you know? Have you looked into it? Or are you just going to, like, let that lie? <laughs> I did not look into it because when my son came downstairs and told me that, and then that guy showed up on my porch a little while later, oh my God. I was I was taken aback. I was just completely shot. I and feel- computers weren't like a big thing back yeah, then. Yeah. I don't even know if I had a computer at that time because he was so, you know, he was, he was younger. He was over two, but he wasn't in kindergarten yet. So, yeah. um, you know, but I was completely taken. Like when, when he said that, I was just like, holy shit. Like, and that happened. And the guy left the vacuum there and I was like, oh my freaking God. I wonder, like this guy's, yeah. I wonder if he left that vacuum out there to see if you would like open the door to get it and then he would am- try to ambush you that's what i was thinking that's oh, what i was thinking. so we did we did not open up that door we did not open up that door at all um because that was there and i was like that's that's a decoy that's for me Smart to open move. up the door yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah. i did not because i when my son said that and then you know shortly that guy showed up i was like oh no i'm listening to my son You know what I mean? So um, and then, you know, speaking to the Blue House people after all of that had, you know, ended and the guy was gone. Yeah. It it just really made sense then. So it was like Mr. Sipple added a little layer of protection that I may not be here today. Wow. Wow. I may not be here today if my son had not been connected with him. And that's not the only spirit my son connected with. So but he connected with him pretty strongly. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I have one more question on that. So how quickly yeah. after your son said that, did that happen? Like, do you know, do you realize, how, do you understand how much time went by or did, was yeah. it relatively quick? Less than an hour. Okay. Less wow. Hour. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Less than an hour. So, yeah. That mm-hmm. I was thinking a couple of days or something like that, but that's amazing. Wow. It happened that day. It happened that day. <sighs> that's intense, man. Holy yes. smokes. It, yeah, it happened that day. So it was it was less than an hour and all of a sudden you hear knock, 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 and this guy's there with the vacuum and I can see him playing his day and the look on my face, I don't even know. I mean, sure. I probably just turned just, you know ghost white i was probably just like pale as can be sure mm-hmm. sure yeah yeah so okay, okay okay so yeah so now let's let's get okay let's yeah. continue down <laughs> are we ready yeah yeah it gets kind of creepier it gets kind of creepier so um years go by we still have mr sipple around mr sipple has not left for some reason and i think mr sipple knew like maybe he can see into the future so my son's um, dad and i get a divorce very civil i mean we you know we just weren't compatible so there was no hard feelings or, or anything like that um and um a few months later i started to date someone this is probably my first and only like long-term relationship after my divorce because when i tell you what happened i was done so i started dating this guy 
seemed super nice. We got along, you know, after a few months, I let him meet my son. Um, and then probably pretty quickly after that. So I let him meet Brendan three to four months after we had been dating because I wanted to make sure he's not crazy. Yeah. Right. Boy, I did not investigate enough because he was crazy. Um, and so um, I, you know, a few months after that, he's like, why don't we just move in together? Blah, blah, blah. All right, fine. So we end up moving in together. So one thing he forgot to tell me before he moved in was that he was demonic and he believed in like Satan and dark spirits oh. and he practiced dealing with Satan uh, and dark spirits. Oh boy. So yes. Then it really got creepy. Oh. So I didn't know this at first. Um, but shortly after he moved in, um, one of the things we did was uh, we had hardwood floors. So he's like, let's redo the hardwood floors. Let's make them. Everyone was doing like cherry, like that cherry color yeah. on their hardwood yeah. floors. So we did it ourselves. We sanded it down and we would do like a room at a time because there was a four year with, um, you know, now I had a computer. So it had like a computer table and like the computer and then the living room. And then there was the dining room and then the kitchen was on the other side. So, you know, doing a room at a time, and um, I think the last two rooms we did, yeah, the last two rooms we did was the living room and then the dining room. And so then there was nowhere to go. There was nowhere to sit. So we were kind of like sitting on the steps because it is a, if you count the basement, you've got the basement, the first floor with the living room, the second floor with the uh, bedrooms, and then the attic. So technically four floors, but really they only say three sure. because they don't count the basement. Um, so kind of sitting on the steps, um, and all of a sudden, now my son's with his dad, all of a sudden you hear jump, like something is jumping from the windowsill onto the floor. Now this guy and I are sitting on the steps. I don't have a dog at the time. There's no one living in the house. There's no one. There's, there's, there's no one living at the house. Um, Brendan's gone and, um, it's just, you hear jumping. So no big deal. Um, peek around. There's nothing there. But there's no footprints. There's no footprints. But something was, was clearly jumping. So that was the mildest of them all. Then you would be, I would be laying there. And uh, he lived with me for, for quite a while. Um, and all of a sudden, I would hear someone go, Jackie. And I'd, I'd like wake right up. Oh, boy. And he's out like a light snoring. Um, or, you know, sitting. And a lot of this happened when my son was with his dad. Um, so there was no one in the house. There wasn't, you know, there wasn't a dog. There wasn't a cat. We did end up get with the dog, but at this time there was no animals. There was just him and I, and my son, you know, he went with his dad on like one day during the week. And then like a Saturday and a Sunday or a Friday mm -hmm. and a Saturday, I had it open, like a, whatever he wanted to see his son. That's, you know, we were, we were very cordial like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, up in the upstairs, um, there was, there was another office space. So we ended up moving the computer room from the foyer all the way upstairs. Also had no carpet. He's sitting downstairs, him and I, Brendan's with his dad. Sorry, my dog's barking. And you would hear the computer chair roll back and forth. Just go back and forth. No, no one's up there, but it's plain as day. It's moving across the room. It, it is moving across the room. This and, is, um, this is, is this still the, um, Mr. Sipple's house? This is still Mr. Sipple's house. We have not okay. moved. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so, um, but these were, I call these dark spirits mm -hmm. because I'm, say I'm downstairs doing the laundry 
I would dark shadows. I would see a dark shadow coming up behind me mm-hmm. and I would jump, but no one's there. He's not there. My son is, you know, if my son's home, he's upstairs. And there was constantly these dark shadows, these mm-hmm. dark entities. And they, you know, literally, I can't tell you how many times they would scream my name and scream my name um, while I was sleeping. And I would like jump up out of bed and, or follow me um, and just move things around the house. It was crazy. Golly. It was crazy. Was it what the voice that called you that screamed your name out? Do you know, like, was it a male or was it a female voice? It was, or it was, was a male. It was okay. a male. It was absolutely a male. Just kind of curious um, on the, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was absolutely a male. Um, and so um, as it, you know, continues to get creepier, and this is going on for quite a long time, you know, and my son starts talking about seeing a little girl, blonde-haired girl, holding a cross. Mm. And she's just like back and forth holding a cross oh. in his room. Wow. Like she's, she's praying over him almost. Um, and it's kind of like right before my mother passed away, where we're actually right after my mother passed away, I have a crucifix that she used to see this figure walking up the steps that she knew if he got to the top, he was going to die. And I took that crucifix because that was kind of like she found this cross in St. Elizabeth's Hospital and ended up buying it. But anyways, so that crucifix kind of walked over. Uh, uh, oh, sorry, my dog is, is uh, he just scared me. Oh, oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> But um, so, you know, I was dealing with a lot of dark entities, a lot of dark spirits, my name being called out. Um, and, and then this guy is really showing signs of being just outright crazy and not a nice person. And one night we had an argument and um, just arguing. He was being a jerk. And then we were up in the bedroom and I was in I was laying in the bed and he turned around and he went down the step and all of a sudden I hear him get halfway down. Then I hear boom, 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 boom. And he fell. So I couldn't contain myself. I was like laughing internally because he was such a jerk. And I was like, I'm done with this guy. Yeah. But he screamed, did you just push me down the steps? I was just pushed down the effing steps. I'm like, I'm up here in bed. I did not push you down the steps. Now my son isn't here, obviously at this time either. And I said, I did not push you down the steps. And, uh, and he's like, somebody pushed me down the steps. He had bruises that looked like he had been punched going all the way down his back. Wow. Wow. So, um, and then, you know, he started having these weird dreams that, you know, again, this guy, you know, idolizes Satan and dark spirits. And he started having these weird dreams. And he would tell me about this woman, this blonde haired woman who had a little girl hiding behind her and who kept trying to kill him. And she, he described this house. He's like, it has indoor outdoor carpet. The, um, ceiling is is going up the steps of the house has like completely caved in he's like the sinks in the basement the house he was describing was my grandmother's house that had burned down 15 years earlier that he would have no clue what it looked like they were very poor they had indoor outdoor carpet and shortly after she passed my uncle jerry took over the house and the ceiling collapsed going up the steps in the house and they had a sink in the basement because that was how the old italian homes were back in the day um, the sinks in the kitchen were in the basement of the home, and that's where the sink was, and she couldn't use it because the floor had turned to dirt. The house wow. was just very, very unwell-maintained. And the woman, and finally I went through, I went into my attic, and I got some old pictures that were buried away, and the woman he was describing had a white scarf on, blonde hair, 
And, and everything he said, I said, this is who you're describing. It was my dead grandmother. Wow. I was a little girl that she was protecting from this man. Wow. So, <laughs> okay. So then the, the, and so the spirit world gets even crazier at my house and this is the craziest. So that happened. He was having those dreams. She was literally trying to kill him in his dreams and he would wake up in panic attacks. You know, and then afterwards, that's when I told, like showed him the picture. And I'm like, yeah, that's Carol. That's my grandmother. Wow. She was trying to kill you. Um, and I had been told years ago that she was like my, my like she was watching over me. I was told that, a you know, long yeah. time ago. He didn't know that. This was before I got involved with him. Sure. So here is the crazy. And then I'm going to tell you how it ended. So, so now we have a dog. We have a dog named Cody, my son's dog. Um, upstairs. I'm sleeping. So if you go upstairs, here is the computer room off to the right. Here's my bedroom. Here's my son's bedroom. And then here's our bathroom right here. Okay. It's very tiny hallway. Yeah. So there's not a lot of space. Um, my son's door is always left open. The computer door is always left open. So I get up. I wake up. It's almost three o'clock in the morning. I'm out of the bedroom. I walk past my son's room. The door's open. Cody's laying at the end of his bed. My son is completely sound asleep. I go in the bathroom. I turn around. No sooner do I turn around, I hear boom, 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 boom. It sounds like a tornado just hit our house. So you're familiar with that sound of like clanking oh, yeah. and tornadoes. Yeah. Yep. I come running out of the bathroom. That guy comes running out of the bedroom. Brendan comes running out of the room. He grabs onto him thinking it's me. The dog goes downstairs. The dog's like, I'm out of here. Like, I want nothing to do with this. And I'm like, what just happened? I mean, I literally just walked past your room. I peeked in. His room's in disarray. So I'm like, I can't even deal with this tonight. I can't. I said, Brendan, come into bed. You know, I brought him into bed. I didn't want to know what was going on. It's like 3 o'clock in the morning or almost 3 o'clock in the morning. I don't want to know what's going on. I go down the stairs to get Cody. Cody is shaking so bad it's like she's having a seizure. Like she is refusing to move. I had to literally carry her upstairs and put her in the bedroom and close the bedroom door. Like that we all slept together. So there was like the three of us and the dog all slept together. Wow. So the next day he goes to work. Um, I get my son to school. I go into my son's room. Now, first of all, it's like walking into an ice box. Mm. It is so cold. It is so eerily cold. And I look at the room and I'm like, what in the hell just happened? How did this even happen? Because honestly, I know he was asleep and that dog was asleep. There was no creature. There was no dead bird. There was nothing. So when you walk into his bedroom over to the left, there was a little table, right? And it had the phone. We, we still had the cordless phones back then. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't even, yeah, cell phones may, have, may or may not have been a thing back then. So that phone is literally picked up and it's on the other side of the room above his TV. Above his TV, I had two floating shelves or whatever you want to call them. Those are completely off. The things that were on them are completely off. Everything in his room, it looks like a tornado hit his room. The bench in front of the closet door, the bench is across the room close to his bed. Damn. The closet door is completely open. Which is why I said that's, I'll get you back to that later. That's where he said the monsters were. Um, everything. The room was so ice cold and it was just, it was unexplainable how everything in his room was just completely torn apart. And so my sister's mother in law is like, you need holy water. 
ironically, I had a bottle of holy water. I don't even know where it came from. It was in a pill bottle. I don't even take pills. Like, wow. I thought taking a pill is that I had holy water. I'm like, I have some holy water. She's like, you need to say the blood of Christ in this, and you need to hit every single window. She's like, and you need to, you know, you need to have your mother's cross, and you need to do this, and you blah, blah, blah. So I did everything she said. And then I kicked that guy out. Good. I got rid of that guy. <laughs> and... And after I got rid of that guy was I came home from work the one day and in my mailbox was an angel flyer. It, it was like it was mailed to me, but there was no stamp on it. There was no address. It's an angel flyer and my mail. And I sit down on my couch and I have my TV, which is off, and my, my uh, cable box because, you know, everyone had cable back yep, then, yep. Yeah. which was off. And I sit down and I open up the angel flyer and I hear coming out of the TV, it's behind you. And never happened again, though. It was like wow. Like it ended. Wow. It ended after that. It was crazy. I wrote a. I wrote. I didn't publish the book, but I wrote about it, and I okay. even published it because there's so many details to it. I'm like, I want this to be a movie, and I want yeah. to call it a crucifix. So, um, because you know, my mother's crucifix and my grandmother and Mister Sipple basically saved us yeah. from these dark shadows and these bad entities wow. that were living in our house. Damn. And, you know, that little girl, I think that little girl could have even been like my mother as a child holding that cross, protecting my son. Sure. Because of that cross that yeah. she got from the hospital, which was yeah. the image of the person coming up the attic steps that she knew she would die if sure. they got to the top. So. Was he doing rituals or something in the house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he like. He could have been, and I did not know. Because honestly, if I would have known he was he was demonic and he worships dark, you know, the dark energies and Satan and everything, I would never let him in my house. I would have never let him in my house. My son was in a Catholic school. You know what I mean? I had very strong religious beliefs back then. Sure. I'm not saying I don't now, but, you know, I would have never let that kind of a negativity, but he could have been. Sure. He could because he talked about something like Enoch or Enoch, which has something to do with like Satan or something like that. And, and I found this out after the fact. So I was just like, but he brought brought all of these negative spirits. And after that happened with my son's room, and I cannot even explain to you, it was literally like a tornado. A little tornado wow. just sat in my son's room, and everything was just moved around. Wow. It was like a it was, yeah. I mean, it was the scariest thing and it's i feel like it was like the good spirits and the bad spirits were fighting to protect my son and myself that makes sense i think that mm -hmm. if he was definitely carrying something around with him and bad you know i've i've been in the, i feel like i'm fairly um um good at picking up vibes from people mm -hmm. and i've i've been i wouldn't i'm not an empath or anything like that but I have certainly been in situations before where, like, people just bring bad juju, whatever it is. If it's their mental state or whatever, the energy that they bring sometimes is just not a good situation. And yeah. and you got to get rid of those people, and you're smart to do that sooner than later because even if he wasn't doing the rituals in the house or whatever, he was bringing something with him. And yeah. that stuff is, you ever hear from the guy ever since or? No, 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 no. I, I completely cut him off. I'm like, no, I, once I'm done, I'm done. Sure. That's it. Just and curious it what, was, whatever happened to that guy. I'd be curious to see whatever became of his life. I, I heard he was diagnosed bipolar. 
Okay. That's hearsay. I, well. I cannot confirm. And that, that's all. I, that's all I really know. Um, I stepped away from that. And, and now I practice Reiki and energy healing. Mm-hmm. And like, I only like, it's, if you're not positive, that's good. Yeah. good energy. Yeah. I don't, because I lived through it. And I know like when I tell some of these stories, people will look at me like, oh, he's crazy. No. I mean, I have witnesses. My son can tell yeah. you the same exact stories. We lived through this awful, awful experience. Um, some of his little neighbor friends had witnessed some different things happening in the house. And it was it was pretty scary. And I know there's more than that. I know I'm probably forgetting, mm-hmm. you know, but those were the biggest ones. That's amazing. And, and, and I remember that, that angel flyer, and I have that packed away somewhere. And then it coming through the box, it's behind you. Yeah. And I felt like I could breathe again. That's powerful. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So Enoch, it like, uh, you know, I've definitely heard the name before. And um, here's a little something. I, I just did a quick little Google for you. Um, in the Bible, Enoch is the father of Methuselah, who was okay. the guy who lived to be so, so the oldest person living or whatever, 900 plus years, something like that. But there's a book of Enoch, which is an apocryphal book, which is not part of the canon of the Bible. And they and yeah. um, in this book, um, it talks about um, well, it talks about Noah, but it talks about the uh, it, it says it contains unique material on the origins of demons hmm. and That's Nephilim. It. The mm-hmm. angels and the angels who fell from heaven. Yeah, um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That was so, it. It was the book of Enoch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh I mean if somebody's, you know, digging around into uh demonology and, and roots of it in you know, as far as in uh, uh the Hebrew based faiths then that's yeah. definitely something that they would be, in, in, yeah, it, inclined to get into. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, rem- I remember there's, uh, what is the um, Necronomicon? Do you remember Necronomicon? Mm-hmm. There was mm-hmm. like when we were growing up, there were some people that were kind of getting into that kind of stuff, and it's supposed to be fictional, but at the same yeah. time, like people, mm-hmm. I, I think I'm a pretty big um, believer of intent. And, you know, where you put your energies like that will sort of come to fruition or whatever, you know. And yeah. I, I, I consider myself not to be a real foo-foo like kind of a person, you know what I mean? Like, or, uh, what do you call it? What do you call it? Um, woo-woo. Woo-woo. Kind of woo-woo, a person. Yeah. Well, you're not very foo-foo either. I'm not very foo-foo either. <laughs> but but <laughs> woo-woo, foo-foo. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just... But I, I, I can't dismiss where... Yeah. these types of things lead to sometimes and um and if your intention is to cause harm then yeah. um it's not good it's just not good Mm-mm. you know no so no but i mean now i gotta ask this so it sounds yeah. like your family's fairly religious or fairly spiritually inclined were there other people in your family that had seen ghosts or like have that ability to like you know, communicate with otherworldly entities? 
So I'm going to tell something about my sister, and she probably doesn't want me to tell this, but I'm going to tell it anyway. That's okay. Um, it's your job as a sister to rat on your siblings <laughs> and I'm ratting tell on all her. the stories. We've done it, and uh, we encourage everyone to do that. So she leaves here. I don't know. Yes. If she, she, is she older or younger? She is 11 months older. So Okay. Well, um, yeah. The, the younger has the your absolute responsibility <laughs> to get yep. all aspects of revenge through telling secrets of the older siblings. That's right. Uh, right? Yeah. This is because I'm the youngest of, of three. <laughs> Barry is also the youngest of three. Yep. Um, so, yeah, go ahead. So this is my revenge. Okay. So my sister had um, – are you familiar with white noise? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so the one night I was not there, but she, I'll, I'll tell you in a second. So anyways, um, apparently this was back when you had, you had a machine for your phone. You know what I mean? So, um, she, she called me up in a panic. She said, um, my phone didn't ring, but I look and my machine lights on and I have a message. And she said, you need to listen to this message. She said, it's, it's, it's daddy. And he's saying, help me, help me. And, and she said something like, I can't help you or, or I, I don't know what her exact words were. I don't want to misinterpret what she said. And so she played the message and it was like a faint distance, which sounded to be my dad crying out for help. And my sister saying something like, I can't help. This was on her voice. This was oh on her my. voice now. Wow. My, my dad died a couple of days later. Oh my God. Wow. He died. Wow. At, Maybe within a week, maybe within a week or so, he died. Yeah. He ended up, wow. and you know, he, it was his own fault. There was, there were some issues, but yes. So he did end up dying and she got that white noise phone call before his death. Wow. Yeah. That's how I, wow. Yeah. No, I don't even know where to begin and where to go with that one. I mean, that's yeah. just. So it, I'm guessing it sounded very, it was like probably very faint and very, it, uh, it sounded, yeah, that kind it, of thing. It was just like that. And, um, it sounded like him. I mean, we played it for, you know, we played, she played it for me. And then I think she played it for my neighbor and a cup cause she was just like freaked out and then he ends up dying. And wow. so, um, and she's yeah. on it as well. It's yeah. her, she yeah. responding to him. It's her. It's her. That's yeah. That's, that I don't is, even know how, like, like yeah, I mean, like with those old tapes, is it? I'm sure it was like a cassette, right? It was on a. Yes, yes. Um, but I mean, obviously, with those things over time, you know, yeah. they they degrade, and on the you know they would you would record a message and then you would come back and then you would erase those messages. Well, it doesn't quite get rid of everything. There's still yeah. traces underneath. For it to like, and I'm just trying to. This is the only thing I can. I'm trying to think technically, and Barry might have a little bit better of idea on this because he's he's the audio engineer. But mm-hmm. it would be such a it, even it would be such a miracle unto it unto itself for it to have been erased so many times. To have, I'm sure your dad called and left messages, but yeah, I, you know, I'm. But to have it to where it sound it's so degraded where it sounds like white noise like you know the fuzzy to have it to where it but where he could he could still he'd be saying help me help, help me, me. Mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. her who's probably aside from the outgoing message 
yeah. probably hasn't never left a message on her own machine. There's not too many people do that. I would do that sometimes. I get bored and I call them. I want a message when I got home. Um, but I'm special. Um, but like, yeah. So that shit. That I don't. That's I don't wild. No. I don't, was, I don't either. It was. Yeah. It to was hap- very very bizarre. Yeah. It, to happen and yeah. I, and no words. And this is Ohio. So this is why yeah. I'm saying like in Youngstown. You know, Youngstown is, is, you know, there's there's a lot to Youngstown. Youngstown, you can look it up, has a lot of history with a lot mm-hmm. of different things. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of energies and a lot of spirits there, good, bad, you know, what have you. But it, it was... It was freaky. We've been... We've been... We've been... You know, with all the UFO stuff that's come out lately and mm-hmm. people talking about it, and these ideas about what people think that they are and, and um, mm-hmm. more, not, not to get way deep into it, but basically um, just there's an idea out there that, that, um, that time is stacked upon itself and so that yep. it's all happening at the same time. Yep. And when you hear a story like that, it, 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 it seems more plausible to me that something like that could ha- could happen in that yeah. maybe through for what however you communicate yeah you send out a signal and mm-hmm. you know you know that you have a recording device there and so it's able to transmit that in some way mm-hmm. but th- that's to me now knowing that it could very well be that time is all happening at the same time it just seems more plausible to me mm-hmm. that those things can happen and it's mm-hmm. it's not it's nonetheless bizarre and weird and yeah. like what's going on there but it it does sort of line up with that way of thinking i don't know but i do know that you know in recording <clears throat> especially with tape yeah. Back in the day, um, like there's old Led Zeppelin songs where you can hear bleed from other songs. <clears throat> yeah, it's the way that they ta- they stored the tapes, and yeah, but this doesn't sound like that. This is like Mm-mm. something deliberately trying to communicate. Um, yeah, really, really wild, it, really wild. It, yeah, it was a, a warning, and you know, little backstory. My sister, I mean, hats off to her. You know, when my mother was ill, she stepped in and took care of her. When, you know, my father was going through his stuff, like, she was the one that she really stepped up. I was I was immature for my age, so she kind of, like, stepped up and took over um, and, you know, and took care, took care of them. And so, um, which makes sense why that phone call would happen to her, but like she said, it did not even ring. You know what I mean? It That's, just did yeah. not ring. That's it, the other, just, wow. The, the machine was lit up. <laughs> Did she Next keep thing, you know, the, Did she keep it? I don't think so. She is she is um <laughs> my nephew brought home a Ouija board a couple of weeks ago and she took it like way down the road somewhere into like a trash bin of a business <laughs> to get rid of it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I would have too. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she did would not ever, keep anything. Did you guys ever play with one of those when you were younger? Oh, we did. We oh, did. We really did. And we did the Medusa look in the mirror thing and oh, the other oh, one. Oh, tell me that one. Cause we, no, we, we've, we've, I, I love these stories. 
the little the, the things that we did as little kids that seem almost like yeah. we're doing enchanting you know doing magic and stuff like that but like because we had bloody mary but oh I'm yes guessing, yeah that's yeah 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 just like that the yeah, bloody yeah. mary and what about light as a feather sip as yep. a board yeah yep. that, that, where you that lifted them up that was more yeah. for it seemed like that was more little girl party game but I did know about it because I had a sister, and I we yeah. heard about that, and that was witchcraft or whatever. But like, what was your, for lack of a better term, what was your ritual for Bloody Mary? Because I love this how it because it, it it's it varies from, like it seems like it varies from town to town or even in state to state yeah. region. Everybody's got a different little twist. It was something to do with the bathroom mirror. That's mm-hmm. all I remember. Yep. Something to do with it. I, I remember more so doing the Ouija board and light as a feather, but I remember yeah. at my grandmother's house in the bathroom with my cousin, Lisa, I'm going to give her a shout out to, and Jerry and my sister, and doing um, the Bloody Mary, but I don't remember. I was so freaked out by it. I don't remember the chance. Yeah. I would have to I would have to ask them what it was, what we said and what exactly we did. I just know we were in the dark and it was in the mirror and we were in the bathroom. Yeah. Did you did ours our local legend, our local routine was um I think you said Bloody Mary three times and then turned around, turn around or something th- like three that. Ti- I think you turn around three times also. You say Bloody if, Mary, if Bloody okay. Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Bloody Mary and then, and then turn look around. Into the and of course yeah, and all the lights have to be off. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and uh, then that's when you would do it. And if I would, I never was able to even finish. You know, yeah. no coming near with that. But um, <laughs> I know some some. I've heard some people say where they, they, that um, the chant is "Bloody Mary, I have your baby." Bloody Mary, I have your baby. No, yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but usually it's. Yeah, or how it varies on the time, or what else, or however how many times you turn, or if you don't turn, or if you do, I don't. Yeah, but it's it, just it was, this weird kid mad. It's almost like magic. I I want to say it's like kid magic, where you don't know that you're doing this some kind of spell or ritual, but you kind of are. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and and who came up with that? Because I do remember doing it. I would remember if we said something about a baby, but I, yeah. I know we wouldn't have said something about a baby. Um, so we probably, ours was probably pretty similar, but like that and then the Medusa, although, okay, so I'm going to throw this out there and ask your guys' opinion about the whole Medusa thing because someone brought this up and I'm like, huh. So, so if you look up the, uh, the CIA files, you know how they're releasing files from 30, 40 years ago? Yeah. The one in Siberia where the three to five, um, if you look up the file, the way I read it, part of it, and the way I heard part of it, so I could be wrong, so, you know, correct me if I am wrong. So this, I believe, happened in the 90s. CIA released the files that um, the in Siberia, it was a military base, of course, used a hand, something or other, and shot down an unidentified flying object. So the object crashed to the ground. The survivors, which were grayish-looking, and there was either three or five of them formed into an orb. These aliens formed into an orb, shot the guy, turned him into stone. Supposedly two people survived. And then I hear in the 1970s how underground China discovered what they call the clay pot men now. Yeah. They're actual life size. And if you look at the pictures and look at their faces, everyone is different. Yeah. Everyone is different. 
we know this was built like a thousand plus years ago. Which, how did they do that? So my whole thought process, like where Medusa might have stemmed from, is if aliens truly do have the power to turn people into stone, and I believe that those clay people in China were turned into stone because they were militia as well, maybe Medusa was really an alien. It could See, be. See, I, well, I have... Yeah, I haven't heard the that the one the, the story you first told. That's yeah. a new one for me. Um, and but I, I the I'm familiar with the um, the, the soldiers that yeah. was for I want to say that was for the for the first emperor of China. So that he was buried with his army, so they he would have an army in the afterlife. Yeah, um, and, and there are they pools were, of mercury too, right? That they're yes, that yes, they're down. Yes, there's, yeah. That's why they haven't been okay. able to get a lot of um, more digging and do a lot more stuff down there because there are literally pools of mercury. So it's so toxic that they can't go down in there and, and do stuff. Um, but that was a, you know, I mean, that was a magical it, kind of a element type thing because yeah. you know, Quicksilver, you know, yeah. it's. it's. I, I think that you're on to something there because I mean, in the fact that like all of these things if we're talking about what we're learning about UFOs and things like that and time, mm-hmm. all of this stuff, look at the pyramids. I mean, we still can't what? figure out how they did that shit. And maybe it was mo- like future humans or whatever, a- alien species or humanoids, whatever, who knows? Mm-hmm. And I, and I'm going to piss a lot of people off here right now, but I'm, I, you know, I, Adam and I were talking about this the other day because we, we were watching, he sent me an interview with somebody and, yeah, and the interview just sort of highlighted some of this stuff. And I was like, man, you know, I had this thought like 20 years ago or 20 some years ago where I was like, yeah. May, and this was a, this was me in a very in uh marijuana induced state <laughs> but i had this i had this other idea than, not california another state yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mental state, i had this thought that you know maybe jesus was an alien and it was a joke at the time i was mm-hmm. saying it as yeah. a joke at the time but yeah, who knows could have been could have been an alien you know could have been a a a, a futuristic human that when he ascended into heaven, he ascended into a spaceship or something. I mean, I, who knows? Well, who there's knows? A lot of, there's a lot of people who say, who is, it, is it Elijah or Elijah? Which one of those? One of them, um, I think it was Elijah, yeah. ascended into, well, he didn't die. He went to heaven. He was ascended into a chariot of fire or something like that to that where he went to heaven. Mm-hmm. He didn't die. And that's how he's described in the Bible where he ascended without dying. And of course, Everybody, you know, uh, the way that a lot of people in the contemporary, you know, the ancient aliens, mm-hmm. you know, type thought group, they look at that as one of the many sightings of things that could be interpreted currently now that we mm-hmm. have understanding of technology and our own types of advanced technology, that that could have been recognized by older people who don't have the points of references. They don't have the right. framework to put mm-hmm. these things in, you know, to say, well, then it was, you know, a chariot of the gods, because what are you writing? You write in a chariot, right. you know, whereas, you know, we don't say that, you know, if it was, if that had happened in the fifties, it was a Ford Fairlane of the gods. I don't yeah. know. Right. But, you know, it's, 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 there's that framing 
so there's a lot of contemporary thought yeah. for about how all of these, you know, mysteries or these things that seem bigger than what human beings are capable of yeah. are because there's an exter- external influence from either, you know, extra dimensional beings or extraterrestrial beings or people out of time and stuff. Um, although I will still say that I, I believe the pyramids were just built by people. They, we don't, I don't know if we understand why they did all of the things they did, right. but I think people were smart enough to do stuff. There were people who were ahead of their time in their brain and the way they thought and the way they did things and their curiosity and the way they could work right. mechanisms and stuff like that. I mean, look at Da Vinci is the one who you know, always point at and say, you know, that guy was 500 years ahead right. on everything. Mm-hmm. He just didn't have the abilities to, yeah. you know, make. What was the, the, the was things it, that he could? Wasn't there like, some an idea that the pyramids were uh, coated in what was it, quartz or something? What, what is the? There's an idea that they that the pyramids were like a like a like a like basically like a nuclear reactor. But mm. but it, but um, I can't remember. I'm fucking it up. But uh, there's some sort of coating on the outside of the of the pyramids that I don't know that they think there, it was an energy source of some sort. There was definitely. We know that they had a some kind of a different cover, a rock material or something on on the exterior. Um, I don't know. No, it's flat, right? If yeah, yeah, it was a flattened thing, you know, on the exterior of the pyramids. But I don't know if they knew if it was quartz or if it was what it was. Because yeah. also, we have to consider the fact that I believe that when they were, you know, the, when the when the pyramids were made, I mean, like that's so long ago for us to even think about. Yeah. Because um, you know the pyramids were made, and then the Sphinx was there. You know, and, yeah. and it's like you know we're yeah. closer to. We're we're prob- we're closer to you know the Jesus's time than the people in Jesus's time were to the uh, the construction of the pyramids. I mean we're so like even in that put those two together right you know, yeah anyway um so yeah there's so much that we don't understand about the pyramids but the fact that there are pyramids all over the world the, and they're not exactly the same kind of structure yeah how did that happen similar kind of structures. Yeah. I remember at one point there was this thing they called like a technology wave, um, and I this is an old like uh, I, I don't remember if it was a news article or if it was a, on the web or if, or if it was even I learned it in a history class, but you could go through and you can look right around the equator where the majority of these pyramids are found, and you can go through and you can kind of follow. In a wave pattern, yeah, um, through the cultural areas. So, like, here's the Mayans when they did their pyramids, and then it goes up to this point where these other people did. And here's the Egyptians, and then you go over to here, and you can find the ancient uh, Indians, and then the Chinese, and you go back around, and, and you know yeah. all these where it's all of these peoples, and there's this time time wave right. that goes around with like the, their advances in technology and how they did things. Wild. Anyway, way off subject, but it's all just fascinating yeah. stuff, and I love it. But I still think that I still think that um, I mean, they could have been 
divinely inspired or they could have been engineered or helped by that's other beings. Yeah, that's what but I'm think, that's what I'm talking about. Like what gave them the inspiration to yeah. do that? I still think I that man has the capability to do amazing things with just their own with their own brain, no matter how far back in time i think there are people who could still have the big thoughts that could do stuff right you know i don't think it i don't think we, i think it kind of well, takes away from us just as a as a as our um as a species to say that you know we couldn't do that well yeah we're tapping into the ether we've no, talked I, about I, it before <laughs> we somehow we there we're only limited by our ability to create in our brain first. Right. And how, right. why is that? How is it that the laws of the universe sort of like lend themselves to humans creating things? It just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. And it's really fascinating because if everybody at that time in history had the thought that if we just build a pyramid, maybe we can become more enlightened or whatever. Like at some, at a certain point, Everyone has to sort of dip into that um, that frame of thought, and it's just it's interesting. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe maybe trade and commerce was more prevalent that we than what we realize, or you know, maybe I'm too dumb to think about that. But um, no, no, I think that we, I think that you're absolutely on the right track there as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> that's what we mean by meandering conversation. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I enjoy it. I, although I do still think that the aliens took some um, some part in that. Um, you know, I think that they were because of the Egyptians, you know, the writing on the walls and yeah. they always had like a spaceship. I don't think yeah. that it was them. I think it was them contributing and helping. Yeah. And, you know, if there is that protection there to protect against nuclear energy, as we know, don't aircraft always seem to go around like bases and nuclear plants and stuff like that? Yes. It's almost like they're protecting us from destroying ourselves. Yes, correct. And there's and absolutely then, yeah. And, and like, that's my thought. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. but yeah, uh, since yeah. since we started having blowing up nuclear bombs, which is a yeah, a, a, that's a rapid uh, technological advancement for humanity yeah. when you can crack that source of the atom. And use that, you know, for energy sources. And if we yeah. can use it for more, more positive energy sources and stuff like that, rather yep. than making bigger, right. better, dumber, scarier weapons. Yeah. Uh, but you see that there's more of an incidence of people witnessing UFOs mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and having encounters and such. We see a rise in that. Yeah. Starting almost immediately after, you know, that yeah. we started doing a lot of those atomic tests in the forties and fifties. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's that's true. So so it's all just fascinating. Yeah. It, it really is. I yeah. could talk about this for hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Well yeah, I think I think the aliens are some of them are out there just kind of set back thinking about, you know, they're like let's look at this planet. Well they've got the atom, the power of the atom, and they're working on getting off the planet, but they're still just, you know, fighting amongst each other in such for for nothing for you know silly things. Yeah. But you know, and we'll just maybe we should just sit back and let them. See well, if they I blow think themselves it, to hell or what. I do think it's fascinating <laughs> that this this last interview that that uh, that I watched with uh, a gentleman who is involved with the um, the uh, Tom DeLong thing. Um, he says there's there's going to be 
some information coming out at a certain point that will absolutely crush our belief systems and everything that we've been taught up until this point. And this guy is a pretty like a decorated um, ex-military person. He, I think he worked in, um, he worked in the government for a long time. Yeah. It's that yeah. guy, um, Lorenzo, who was yeah. part of the, uh, that group that just did all the, that was still working on the, UFO reporting right. stuff, the UAP, UAP stuff. Right. And the recently that, yeah. Part of that interview that was really shocking, not shocking, but it's like, it's really just sort of humbling is like, he said that, you know, he said, what if human beings aren't at the top of the food chain? And in fact, we are somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about us now, not maybe yeah. what what is ahead of us, but us now we he's like if you look back in humans history somehow we became top of the food chain and nobody can explain it and here we are and um you know i do think that we it's it's gonna be touchy it how this stuff comes out because you could be starting like a total like a global like paranoid situation where people just start worrying and freaking out. So I think they have to do it in a delicate manner, but it really does like it may, it starts making sense a little bit. Um, all of these things that we think are like little green men or little, little gray people or whatever we think an alien is, maybe that's not what it is at all. Maybe it's future humans. Um, that are trying to keep us from getting too uh, powerful, you know, for whatever reason. I agree. You know? Yep, yep. But, or, or maybe they were on a different planet because mm-hmm. we know other planets were inhabited and maybe it got to the point where they were destroying it just as we are now. Right. They were building on another planet. As we know, law of gravity, you're, you know, we're not going to look like this when there's right. gravity. We're going to mm-hmm. look like you know, people with a lot of Botox and looking like that. Yeah. And so, you know, you wonder if the humans had advanced that much and then they turn into these aliens and they're here trying to warn us. Right. I don't know. I, I think about some different things. I think about it all the time because it's just fascinating and mm-hmm. it's selfish of us to think that we are the only one. Yeah. And there's, we've got this great big, you know, universe out there. I mean, it, it, there's so much more to it than just us. Right. Yeah. yeah. Us thinking that we are the only things in the universe that have that you know that that this is the only planet that you know mm-hmm. is like a a tadpole thinking that it's the only thing in the pond and that there's mm-hmm. nothing beyond the pond. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, just look at that. I, I look, look at that image that that came back from the telescope. You know. Oh my gosh! Have you seen those? Those oh, are beautiful. It's mm-hmm. amazing. And that was Stunning. taken. They said that it was it that was the the uh, the amount of sky that was captured was the, a grain of sand held out at arm's length that you could see with your naked eye like that. Oh, man, wow, <laughs> wow, is that it mind is blowing? It's just so crazy. It is mind blowing, and it and it's fascinating. I want to learn more. You know, you got to wonder like when we die, what if our spirit actually the light we go to is actually like a UFO, or what if yeah. we're like you know? I mean, who knows? Who, who knows, knows but, man? You know, what will happen but um it's just all so really cool well we we, yeah yeah. we appreciate you coming on and um sharing sharing in a great conversation absolutely yeah thank you 
Thank you. Yeah, I'll come back anytime. I'm going to I'll let you know when I have my past life or my my, you know, when we go back and, mm -hmm. and evaluate what happened to me several years ago when I go uh, get hypnotized. And um, if I have any more, I will I will reach out to you. And I'm going to find that CIA document. And, yes, you know, if I if I was misled or misinformed, please let me know. But if it's true, I was like, why we got Medusa? That's there, yeah, there, there's so well, many I, weird again, documents out there, man. Yeah, there, yeah. But even, you know, even without the that kind of that document. Yeah. With, there are our legends and our stories and our myths, and you know, they all the ones that survive so mm -hmm. long that are retold and retold and retold. There's you know, there's always some kind of a kernel of, of truth in the yep. origin of those, yeah. you know. And so, whether it is that it was you know this this horrible creature that was um, you know the gorgon with mm -hmm. you know her family and she was the ugliest one or whatever, or it was some kind of un understandable being or creature yeah. or, you know, technology yeah. that created, that could do these things, you know, or who knows, or maybe it's, it, it, there's so much also that I think are just complete misunderstandings that people just don't mm -hmm. know how to frame it in, they don't have the framework, the mental framework, the frontal, the the references, the reference yeah. points sure. for new information, so that they can, you know, tell relate what it is. They can only relate to what they know and how yeah. to. That's the only way you can relate. And and that, I mean that's that's still with us today. You know, right. you can only relate to things with how you know. Hundred percent. Even modern so. people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Cool. Jackie, yeah. is, is there any other information you want to stick out there for anybody uh, as far as how people get, can get a hold of you? We've had a lot of people with podcasts on, so we let them plug stuff. So yeah, if, or you books have, or what, oh, yeah. if you have any kind I, of creative I, endeavor, we, we didn't. I do not have a podcast just yet. Um, I, I'm, I've been talking to a friend, but she had to have knee surgery about doing a, a podcast. Um, so no, I mean, they can just look me up on Facebook or TikTok. Maverick 2020 is my name. And, um, I'm also going to start posting videos. I redo furniture. Oh, so, great. Oh, cool. uh, but anyone that wants to engage and talk about stories and stuff, please reach out to me because I love talking about this stuff. Um, it's just fascinating, but, um, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, we'll have to have you back on again. Cause I've got a feeling you still got more stories that we didn't I even get more, to. <laughs> I do. I do. And you know, whenever I get up the nerve to actually like, you know, have my writings edited and published for my crucifix book, I will let you know. Sweet. Um, for yeah. sure. But yeah, I definitely want to keep in touch with you guys and connect yeah. again. This was a great yeah. conversation. So awesome. um, I will, um, you know, I'll keep you posted on my, uh, my uh, hypnotism and everything else we got going on. Sounds great. good. Yeah. Thank, Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Have a good night. That, yeah, this, was, this has been fantastic. So I'm glad yeah. we got it, yeah. it all worked out and everything. I think it's going to be a great episode, and I think a lot of people are going to be really interested in your one. Your stories were fantastic. Yeah, definitely. Creepy. Thank you. And then, of Thank course, and, and as we go off in, in our wandering, it's really that's almost the formula these days. We get the yeah. stories, and at some point, we start going, oh, we'll go off on. Yeah. You know, these tangents and, and where we start, you know, just ramming everything in together. But I mean, 
that's the fun of it. You know, that's where we get out of it. So yeah. it's a, it's a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I really do appreciate the time and I'll come back anytime. Cause I do, you know, if I sit and think about it, I've got so many stories that awesome. Yeah. Just hit me just, up. You got yeah. my number. Yeah. And you can do that. And anybody yeah. else, uh, that, you know, that may have some stories may, you know, and we don't limit it to just, um, you know, ghosts and UFOs and Bigfoots and stuff. We love that stuff. But anybody who's yeah. got like just like a cool, unusual job or like true crime stories or yeah. anything yeah. that's like, just, we like to hear, we like to talk to interesting people and that yeah. have good stories. And we know that everybody's got at least one good story. So yeah. Yeah. I got, I got tons of them. So I can, um, I got all kinds of stories. I've had a, had a, yeah, a great life, interesting life, and lots of, minus the demonic, lots of full experiences. So, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So I do want to give a shout out to my son, Brendan Maddock. Uh, he goes by the stage name of Animut, and he has really been working hard on his music. He mixes his beats, he writes his own beats. He's out there on Instagram, Animut, and A N I M U T T. Please hit him up. Please check him out. He's, you know, he's a struggling artist. I really want to see him succeed. He's going to be coming out here to California to visit me to do some recording in the studio. He's on Spotify. He's on all those different music channels. So, Animut is his name, and uh, go follow him, please. Great. Hey, that's a nice t-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story t-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E-O dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well that's true barry there's t-shirts for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors jackie great stories and always interesting mm-hmm. when somebody comes on with the mothman uh story just really because that's one that we've only we've had a few but really a, a an interesting uh story for sure uh-huh i mean wow we really I don't know if we've really have we had a Mothman before. I thought we had one, maybe we may, on. but for sure with your her is definitely yeah. seems more um, you're, right on. You're asking me to think right now, and I can't. You're right. I apologize. Uh, this is our <laughs> downtime. We don't. We're not supposed to do that. Leave uh, with too much effort, and it is hard with the heat and whatnot. Um, and if you're listening into this at another time when it's cooler outside, appreciate oh, God. that cold embrace it oh no kidding Uh, but uh jackie thank you again some really cool stuff with the the mothman but also some really scary stuff 
with what was going on there uh, with the, uh, the 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 fella that yeah. was um, you know some kind of practitioner of the dark arts. Yes. Apparently, that's um, you got to be careful with what you're doing. Um, if you're playing with, you know, the forces that you don't know with, uh, you know, if you want to call it magic or spell spells or whatever, you got to be careful of this stuff because you got to have, you know, your intent is a big portion, a big portion of what you're going to do. But, you know, it, it's a lot. You hear a lot of people who are, you know, practitioners of uh magic um that say you know what you do comes back on you threefold so yeah, if you're doing sure. something dark or evil or whatever it's gonna come and get you um that's karma yeah um yeah you've got and, and you surround yourself with people you know that have those inclinations and it can go you know a bad way for you i've been there i'm not saying that the people i was hanging out with were necessarily into the cult type of stuff, but I have been around people that are not sort of on the up and up and um, mm-hmm. start dabbling in that world a little bit. And it's just be careful. That's all I'm saying. Do what you want. Do it. Do it. Thou willst. Isn't that one of the Satan uh, yep. commandments? Or That's something? The, yeah. Church yeah. of Satan commandments. Uh, um, but just don't affect other people. And my, my personal thought on that is just, hey, man, do what you enjoy. But just don't let it affect your neighbor, you know, for, for yeah. you know, uh, so anyway, uh, intention. Yeah, it's everything. And uh, but still really an interesting story. And I'm glad she made it out of that in a you know good situation now that she mm-hmm. can look back on that and see it for what it is. But uh, yeah, fascinating. And yeah, and great conversation because, you know, of course, we wandered off again uh, as tradition dictates into uh, just meandering conversation that uh, was just really just it's almost that's one of the other enjoyable parts of doing this for us is we get to hear the stories but we also have the great conversations yeah and um so we, we appreciate jackie for being a part of that absolutely and we want you to be a part of this because we need Stories. We need people to come on that want to share interesting mm-hmm. things in their lives. They don't necessarily have to be, you know, stories that are, you know, uh, UFO origin or uh, cryptid. Could be a funny story. Could be a funny antidote mm-hmm. that you've experienced in your life. Uh, anything out of the ordinary. Uh, we are into and we would love, love to talk to you about it. Absolutely. And uh, you can get a hold of us through our social media on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also send us an email at WYWSPOD at gmail.com. And uh, you can also give us a, a holler there on the, the landline, uh, 513-909-9821. It's not actually a landline. Um but you can holler as much for you can holler at us for at least up to three minutes, uh, and if you need to holler at us longer, uh, then you can continue call back and continue your hollering for as many three minutes as you like. Yes. So do that hollering. Um, once again, I was I'm playing my game to where I leave Barry where just completely an open door and see him <laughs> scramble for something, which usually ends up to being. 
Yes. So I, <laughs> I pull it out somehow week after week. I just pull yeah. it out of my ass. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing, dude. The talent uh, <laughs> uh, things you could do. You know, it's funny that uh, you said that um, pulling it out of your ass. But um, um, one time when I had the when I had my comic book store, um, uh, the, the uh, some young part, one guy came in. And he came up to the counter and he's like, do you know, uh, he, he said, do you do magic? And I looked at him and I said, well, I've been known to like uh, pull some things out of my ass from time to time. But no, I wouldn't necessarily call it magic. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but he was, you know, he's, he laughed. He's like, no, I'm talking about, you know, magic, the gathering, the game. But uh, oh, I was very. OK, yeah, all right. I got you. Yeah, I was very I was very <laughs> proud of myself to have uh, that quick wit of a line just that's like, great bam didn't yeah. have it lined up had pre-written it it just rolled out of my sarcastic i pulled that one out of my ass that was great oh that's awesome uh, man. so anyway yeah um so enough uh of the um pulling stuff uh out of our uh um very uh succulent behinds here on the uh, uh the what your weird story podcast um, it's time. It's probably with that. It's probably time to go. Join us again next week. We will be speaking to, ooh, Dr. Lisa Thompson, and uh, Dr. Lisa is uh, was she's got some really, really, really cool stuff to be talking about, uh, and part of which uh, is she had the great um, uh, pleasure or um, honor or. Um, distinction um but uh, she spent uh, some of her youth growing up in oklahoma city uh so she's you know she's a bit of an okie uh in in her art like us a little bit kind of uh, maybe not really but anyway dr lisa has some really really cool stories to share and we were uh, didn't even make a dent buckle up buckle up yep it's good stuff we will see you then uh, until that time that we see you then, which is next time, uh, be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Till next time. Be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.